So guys, today we're talking drop shipping and private labeling. What's the difference? What should you do if you um, if you're not sure yet what what kind of route you want to go to? If you want to go down the drop ship path or if you want to go down the private label path, this episode is made to uh, give you a little bit of clarity here. And actually, this this episode is a Facebook Live that I did uh, a while ago, and um, speaking a lot about. Uh, the sort easy peasy sourcing mini course in that uh, Facebook live that I'm having here for you on the easy peasy sourcing podcast. Okay, so there's actually three things. It's a podcast episode here today, like usual, but I'm giving you a recording of a Facebook live I did. So in that Facebook live, I'll answer your question, uh, all questions related drop shipping and private labeling. Okay, I'm also mentioning the easy piece of sourcing mini course in that um, recording a lot. That one has expired. If you still want to reserve a spot for your free training though, uh, head over to easypthesourcing.com slash training. And this is a six step process. The training is about the six step process to pick and source your private label product in China on autopilot, okay? But now with f- without further ado, we're gonna cue the intro and jump right into today's episode. Welcome to the Easy Peasy Sourcing Podcast. This is the framework to import, sell, and profit from your private label products. He is German expat, lives in China, and has a passion to help you create a thriving brand. Here is your host, Nils Alderp. Here we are again to a new live video. This is a special live video. This does not belong to the Easy Peasy Sourcing mini course that I gave you for free. This is a new video because I've got so many new questions and I'm so thankful for all you people sending me all these questions because I'm getting these messages every day and not only I'm getting feedback for the mini course and you can get the mini course um, for a few more days. So definitely make sure if you haven't yet, I put all the videos on one page. So if you haven't checked it out yet, make sure you do. Um, There's a link, it should be up here in the description. So just head over there and check the whole mini course. You can see it all for free and it's all available until Thursday. Thursday evening at midnight um, EST, so American time. You are still able to watch the videos. Then we're gonna take all the videos off and until then, you can still watch it. So if you haven't watched the videos yet, I put them all up there for you, all on one page. It's four lessons um, that we're going through. In the lessons, we go step-by-step step through everything you need to know to source your private label product in China without getting screwed by Alibaba suppliers. So if you haven't checked that out, make sure that you are going to the link in the description here. I'm going to show that as a reminder here. And... I'm really excited today because I've got a question and the question is, should I do drop shipping or should I sell private label products? And some people don't really know yet what's the difference, um, especially when they're just starting out. Some people are coming from drop shipping and now moving into um, selling private label products. And I really wanted to go um, doing, the, I really wanted to do this unplanned uh, video here. And if you can't hear me, let me know. I have my podcasting mic today connected. So if the sound is weird, let me know and then I'll I'll fix that here. So always your comments are appreciated. If you comment, no matter if you're watching this live right now or this is a replay. So if you comment, I'll make sure to come back here and answer your questions. I know this is a topic that lots of people are interested in. So if you're watching this as a replay, just feel free, put your comments below and I'll answer um, that all. For everyone who doesn't know me, I'm Niels. I'm the host of the Easy Peasy Sourcing podcast. 
and I am teaching you how to sell your, not only sell your private label products, but I'm teaching you how to source your product in China. I've been living in China for the last five years and I've sourced hundreds of products there. I used to have a sourcing agency there and now I want to help as many people as possible and teach you all how to do it the right way without getting screwed by suppliers. And I've been screwed so many times that I can really tell the stories and tell you what not to do and I really hope you learn from my mistakes. Today, however, we're just talking about um, the topic that interests lots of you, which is Should I sell my private label product or should I do dropshipping? So I've prepared seven pros and cons for and against uh, dropshipping and private labeling products. So um, we have a few things to cover. So again, before we start live, I really encourage you, if you haven't seen it, go over, click the link in the description and review the mini course. We will take the mini course offline on uh, Thursday night and you can still subscribe to the masterclass. We have an easy peasy sourcing masterclass and the class enrollment will also close on Thursday evening. We've only got 23 spots left. So lots of people joined already. And if we fill the spots earlier, then we close enrollment earlier as well. But latest it's gonna be closed on Thursday evening. So if you haven't yet, check out the link in the uh, description here above and then you will find your way through that okay i want to tell you what's the difference between drop shipping and private labeling so really before i go into the advantages and disadvantages i really just wanted to compare those or actually tell you what those are so we have drop shipping what is drop shipping drop shipping is essentially when you um, sell a product that you don't own yet and then once you sell that product, you contact a supplier that can be in China and then you buy a product that you've sold already and then you ask the supplier to ship it for you to your customer. Okay, so you have a kind of platform. Um, usually you build those via Shopify or you build your own platform on WordPress. Well, that, that takes a little bit more, um, that has a little bit more of a technical edge. So. Um, you have a platform and you find suppliers that deliver products that you think you can sell. And then you sell these products, for example, you sell whatever it is, a glass for uh, $10. And then once you sold that glass, you go to the supplier that you found before and buy the glass for $6. And then you ask that supplier to, ship the, to, to, to send the glass directly to your customer. So there's you don't buy products and store them and when you sell them you ship them out yourself. You have the the actual manufacturer of the product does that for you or the brand does that for you. So you don't necessarily have to find a China. It's very common to go on a website called AliExpress and you know get your products from there. But it's not necessary. I know people who do it just from shops um, down the street. So you can basically do this from, from everywhere. Just the point is that you don't own the product and you make the sale before you have the product and you actually never really touch it. So someone buys your product, you ask the manufacturer uh, to send the product directly to the customer and that's it. So is that clear? Good. Then we have private label products and selling private label products means that you put your private label on a product so far so clear right so i would if i private label a product then i would put 
easy um, product on that because easy peasy sourcing is my um, is, is my brand, right? So I would put easy sourcing on that product. For example, I would buy glasses and I would buy, let's say, 500 glasses. And on the 500 glasses, because I buy a bigger quantity, I can ask the manufacturer to print my logo on these. And then my manufacturer would go print me, produce them for me, ship all either into my warehouse or into a fulfillment center like Amazon offers it. And then I would do a sale via any channel. So via Amazon, via eBay, via my own platform, my own website, my own online shop, can be social media, can be really anywhere. And once it's sold, the product ships from the fulfillment center or I ship it myself. But the point is that I buy my products first and then I sell them piece by piece. So I buy them in bulk and I sell them piece by piece versus at drop shipping, you really only pay for the product that you're buying once you have a customer who bought it from you, okay? And that really uh, comes into cash flow. And we will come to cash flow. I have a few points here. So number one is which one is easier to get started? Better cash flow. I really think cash flow is so important. And anyone who doesn't really know what cash flow is, imagine you're a diver and you're diving in the sea and you're diving with oxygen, right? So oxygen for diving is basically what the cash flow is for your business. If you run out of oxygen, you die. And if your business runs out of cash, then your business dies. So cash flow is really important. For example, if you have a lot of sales, um, which is cool, which is great. But if so, so you have some money coming in. But if that money coming in is is only coming in after some t- after you have a lot of costs, then you might still go bankrupt and you might run out of air because you get your refill. Okay, good cash flow is when you only let out air when some comes in. So you would have a pump, you would pump air into, into the bottle and then you would breathe. But with, um, with, with private labeling, you would breathe first, you would fill the bottle first, you would make it full and then you would start breathing. So flow is really important and I, I took away some parts here but we'll come to that in a little bit. Then we have grows, which one can actually grow faster and is more scalable. Um, we have operational headaches, so which bit is harder to operate? Um, we have with your customer the better experience, um, which is also important for other things, and we come to that later. Um, we have pass- passive, uh, how, how passive is the business? And then last, which is really important, which lots of us love, is um, profit, right? So which one is actually more And one thing that we really all love and we really all need. So let's start with number one. How easy is it to it? And we, I'm always starting with dropshipping and then I go into private label. So how easy is it to start a dropshipping business? And I think that point for starting the business really go dropshipping. So if I want to save some time, I want to go in fast, then I would always choose dropshipping at first. Um, however, there's a downside. So if you're dropshipping, it's really easier to find your product and to uh, find a manufacturer because you don't have to negotiate with a manufacturer to customize your product. You are also not, you're not in the position. You can't ask your uh, supplier to print one glass for you. They would never do that. So that is the point here. You just go on a platform, you find it uh, is likable to, to be sold, you tap and then you list it on your shop. So that's relatively easy here. 
the hard part comes later because then you have to sell it, right? So that's a lot of work. And I would say more work than private label. Um, because for private label, you have a lot of hassle up front for finding the product you want to sell to negotiate with a supplier. You have lots of tools and, and other platforms that teach you how to do it the right way. And if you if you got good a little bit and if you have the right system built, then you can do it in in relatively short amount of time as well. And of course, you have to wait long time for the product to be manufactured and for the product to be shipped after you've gone through the development phase and the negotiation with the manufacturer. So it'll take time, right? So don't get me wrong; it's not a, it's not a really quick thing here. However. If you have the right system in place, and during the time when you when you are sourcing the product or shipping your product, you can use that time and build out your marketing already. Hey, cool that you're here. Uh, don't worry when you're driving. I just we just got new people here. Uh, when you are driving, don't watch Facebook Live. Dangerous. So I'm happy you're here. For everyone, again, um, we're having replays of all of this. So if you can't make it live, there's always going to be a replay for limited time and. Anyway, you're here. So we were speaking about how um, how easy it is to start it. And I think that dropshipping is really a little easier to, to start and, and a little bit faster to start from the very beginning. However, I think dropshipping involves a lot. What, what involves here a lot or what takes a lot of time here is later on the selling, right? You want to sell your product uh, to have a benefit from it. So with private label, I think it's a little bit easier to sell the product or to set up a system that sells your product. Um, for example, if you're selling on a platform like Amazon, like eBay, uh, where already customers are around, it's a lot easier to just, uh, you know, dive into the pool where customers are already swimming in, finding and creating your new pool. As you already have um, a platform. You have a social media platform that is about a spe specific topic, uh, like you're talking about gardening, and um, then you are selling a product that is related to gardening to these people. It can also be great to just test the product, right? You can drop ship a product, you can find a cool looking product online that you don't own, you make an agreement with a manufacturer, you offer that to your group. And then you see how was the reaction. You all can offer different products. And then only the product that works best, that product you can decide to private label and you kind of have a market feedback already and your market validated that this is a sellable product so they can also work together but we'll come a little bit later how these two private labels thing and drop shipping can work really well so which one is easier to get started i think drop shipping um, when you're just starting for the longer run, it definitely is easier to get started with private labeling because it takes all the hassle from you in selling the product and setting up your sales platform because you can use platforms that are already there. Um, if you use your dropshipping product on Amazon, it can be really hard because all your competition or most of your competition probably doesn't. And then you have to compare with people who are um, better shipping time, but we'll come to that later. Let's talk about cash flow here a little bit. I touched on that earlier. Cash flow is like having oxygen for diving, right? So you have to, if you don't have the cash flow, you're gonna run out of air and you're gonna die, okay? Or your business is gonna die. So cash flow here, I think, is really good for drop shipping because you only spend money once you made money, which is really cool. And this is actually how we love to make. Uh, how, how I would love to set up. I would always prefer to earn money first and then have the costs afterwards. However, um, so that point really goes to dropshipping. In 
private labeling, the cash flow is different. So you have to invest a lot of money upfront. You have to buy bulk. Uh, you have to wait a long time until the money comes back because the 500 pieces have to be sold out. First. It have to be sold out half first to really get your money back. And that's the point. This thing goes to drop shipping. Then there's growth and scalability. And I think, again, here, dropshipping is cool. Dropshipping, you can grow very fast in short time. I wanted to upload a picture. I forgot that, actually. What I saw today in a store was someone did something really smart. So they bought some little just thin cut and paper, and they put in a plastic uh, plastic container that looked like a can. Like the, the like the Coke can or something, but so you can see the little paper things inside. That must probably cost them between five and ten cents to produce. The price for that was two dollar fifty. So the margin on that is is a thousand percent. This is a crazy margin and a half. Um, a super high price for such a low buying cost. Of course, two dollar fifty is not very high, right? In in a total money, but from the percentage, it's huge. So with that, you can grow much much faster. If he sells one of these products. He can, he can pay so many more and invest into so many more products. So he sells one, he can use the profits and buy 10 more. And then he can sell these 10 and use them to buy 100 more. And then he can use the money from the 100 and use them to buy 1,000 more. And that's really how we scale up dropshipping products because they can be faster. And I think up to a certain point, dropshipping products are really um, faster for your growth and, and, and a lot more scalable um, when it comes to that, you can grow a lot faster with these high percentage products. However, that only goes to a certain point because at a certain point, you have to use different sales channels. You have to introduce um, different things to make it more scalable. You have to introduce different products. And when you're dropshipping products, you have a lot of time that goes into each sale. So you sell a product and then in dropshipping, you manually have to, maybe you have some software to help you, but still it's a lot more um, more of a, of a hassle here to deal with every sale because you have to for every you have to place your order at the manufacturer your manufacturer has to send it out you have to double check if everything went the way it should be if it arrived at the customer all of these things so that point for me goes to drop shipping until a certain level once that certain level is reached it definitely goes to private label because there you have a fulfillment center, you have someone who takes care about your customers, um, you have a lot of hassle that goes into the sale already taken out. So the turnover in percentage is only 30% and you don't have so much more profit than you ha that you have on the, on the very low price products with high margins. Um, so you need a little bit longer to grow that, right? You need to sell your inventory two times, three times, four times, and then take the extra profit to buy another batch of products. Okay, so it takes some more time to grow. However, the total amount of money is a lot bigger, right? So we're not speaking about a $2.50 product, we're speaking about a $25 product. So 30% margin here of, of a $25 product is still a lot higher in total than it is from the lower price product. And that's, again, why I think that point number grow, the growth and scalability, um, point number three, not point number grow, <laughs> point number three really goes for to drop shipping until a certain level. And then really the business hassle takes, kicks in and takes over. And then you have to go into private label. And that's actually what a lot of people do. Um, so that's the way I, I, I encourage you to, to do um, Start with private labeling if you don't have the funding. If you have the funding or you can get your hands onto the funding, absolutely start with private labeling. 
because also with dropshipping you have, and we'll come to that later for the profits. Um, okay, I'll just keep that for later. I'll tell you that later. <laughs> I'll just make a little note here because then I can't forget it. Um, so you have, let's speak about the next point. That's op operational actually went over that. And I always compare these things with private label selling, not when you sell it on Shopify, but for example, when you sell it on Amazon, on, on, on your own Amazon. And I think that makes things a lot easier here because when you're selling on a platform like this, your operational headaches are really gone. So as long as you know how to source your products in China and as long as you have learned how to build a system in China um, that can source your product really effortless, as long as you have that, then the operational headaches are really gone because when selling the product, you don't have to do anything for it. So the, the sale is done you, you're already diving into a pool of customers. Of course, you also have to advertise a little bit within the customer. However, your customer support is done for you. That means Amazon talks to your customers. The storage is done for you. Amazon fulfills your product. When the product is ordered, you don't have to walk down, take your product, put it in a box, put the shipping label on, make sure you don't mix up the labels, get it cheap, get it, get it shipped, which also costs a lot more money if you do it yourself, and then ship it out. So you have all these steps in between that you have to do when um, when you're when you're not selling on Amazon. And that is really a huge operational headache. Also, you can be sure that Amazon will send out your product. And if Amazon doesn't sell out your product, your customer complains to Amazon and then Amazon is the ass and not you, right? So Amazon will then take care of it, follow up with a customer, make sure the product is shipped and you don't have to do that. Can you do that when you send the product or you have someone in China send your product? Can you imagine things could go wrong there? <laughs> I could. So what if your supplier doesn't send it out? What if they send out the wrong product? What if they have a product that doesn't fit? So this is all on you. Give me a second here. Uh, couldn't find my glass. <laughs> so there are lots of things that you have to deal with. If, if something doesn't work the way it's supposed to work and you don't have the control, then it's really all on you. And this this can be headaches, especially when you grow your business. So we, we are, again, at growth here. When you have someone doing all of this stuff for you and you have a system in place that keeps care of the sourcing so you don't have to do it anymore, then you can save huge headaches here. So I just do it with this way. I forgot my glass today. Anyway, uh, let's go into the next point. And before we go into the next one, I just want to remind you one more time. There's a link in the description. I just held a mini course here in the Facebook group, a Facebook live course where I taught you how to source your product step by step without getting screwed by Alibaba suppliers and how you can find a supplier that you can trust and build a system that does all the heavy lifting and hard work for you when sourcing your product in China. You should check that out. I put all videos on one page and that's where the link goes to that is in the description up here or down here or on the sides. Depending, depends on where you watch it, right? Make sure you click that link and there's all, there's four videos for you. Um, I have great feedback of these videos and I really, really encourage you if you haven't done it yet, Go back there and check it. The videos will only be available until Thursday evening. Thursday evening, the videos will be gone and all the lessons are gone as well. 
So that just as a quick reminder. Let's speak about differencing. Spot number five, we're already at five. Um, I'll just make a recap. We have one, easy to start. Two, cash flow. Three, growth and scalability. Four, operational headaches. And number five, brandability and customer experience. And brandability is not really a word, but I just like to use that because eventually you want to build your brand. If Imagine you buy a product from a brand or no name product which one of you has which one which one of these two has the higher value right the brand of course the brand and if you have a brand on the product and you have branding on the product then automatically your product is has a higher value so you can sell it higher and also if you sell your product higher you can have a bigger margin which you have anyway but i'll come to that in a minute to profitability you can have make more money, have a bigger margin, and you can also, and this is actually I think where, which is a point that lots of people forget, is you can have a lot better customers, right? So imagine who is someone who likes to wait 30 days for, for his product. And when you're dropshipping your product, it can be shipping times like this because you get the sale, you have to communicate the sale, and then the supplier has to send it out as cheap as possible, which takes a lot of time. So it can take, and then you have customs and all these things. So it can take up to 30 days until the customer gets his product. So imagine you buy a $25 product and you have to wait 30 days, or you buy the same product with a branding on it, with, with nice packaging around it, um, for $30 and it arrives in three days. What's your choice? Right? So I think this point absolutely goes to the private label product. The branding and the customer experience is a whole different, is, is on a whole different level. If it's your customer and you build the brand around it also later on when you build your store out of Amazon and build your own platform with your own brand, you have a lot of perceived value than if you would just sell the product that everyone else sells as well. You can customize it. You can change the colors, the sizes. You can change everything on the product. You can put your logo on it, de develop your own packaging. Of course, that's a little bit more work. But again, in the mini course, I teach you a way how to do all of this without having all the headaches and, and really effortlessly and risk-free as well. Plus, a little bit cheaper than if you would without the system that you're building. So really make sure to check out that mini course and I'm going to teach you everything step-by-step step here. So yes, it is a bit more hassle upfront, but in the long run, it, it makes so much sense on so many levels to go into private label. Then let's talk about passivity. How passive is it? And I think dropshipping... Uh, can be really hard to achieve a kind of passive level, except you have lots of workers and employees or you have systems in place that take the work from you. So someone orders at your shop, the order automatically goes out to the manufacturer and someone follows up with a manufacturer. That's really important because they forget things too. They're in China. Um, they're they're on this other side of the world. They don't really care so much about your your one product order. <laughs> and then you have to deal with a, with an angry customer. And that's really not what I would call passive. It's better already than buying the product, having it yourself, shipping it out yourself, putting product labels and shipping labels on that hassle too. And I believe lots of people here in the group can also do that. However, if you do the drop shipping or if you follow the pop drop shipping, then there's not really a lot of brandability here um, that you can do or use. And it's not very, very passive. You can systemize it. However, you can never achieve that totally passive state of income. And with private labeling, 
as long as you have someone who takes care of some, now and then a customer response and you have your product source and it's inside of Amazon, then you really don't have to worry about much except having that one person who takes care of your ranking, who makes sure that your advertisement is running properly and sends a message now and to your customer. And you also have the margin to unlike this, right? You have, you have a much bigger profit margin here. So some of your margin can be used for a system that helps you to automate everything. So you can have this passive and just focus on the things that you really like to do, right? You can focus on growing your business. You can focus on being with your family. You can focus on traveling. And that's all things that are really important. And if you have only that dropshipping business, then it's really hard to achieve that uh, state of passivity. And Again, you can also use systems here. However, your margin is a lot smaller, so you can't use so much of the money to pay for people to follow up with your manufacturer and to follow up with the customers and to make sure everything runs all right and to um, deal with your advertisement and all of these things. And that comes as well. And now let's talk about the last thing, and that's really profitability here. How profitable is it to do a dropshipping business and how profitable is it to do a... Uh, private label business. I'll give you one example. If you have a 10% product margin in your uh, dropshipping business, so you would you would buy a product for, for $9 and you would sell it for $10, or you would buy a product for, for $6, pay $3 for shipping, and have $1 as margin, right? Then maybe you buy it even for $5, and you have, four, have $3 for uh, shipping and $1 for advertisement, Right then, then you only have a ten percent margin. Let's let's make the numbers a little bit real here. So you have only have a ten percent margin. If you sell ten products and no one asks for money back or return, you make a profit. You have a hundred percent ROI, and you get your whole, you get everything back, and you can buy an extra product from that. If now one person only wants his money back, then that's gone. If you have to pay the total money, then that's gone already. So every tenth customer ask for a refund, you have a problem. And if now if your um, profit margin is around 40%, 30% with private billing, if you use a fulfillment center like Amazon, and you have a lot more space in there for error, you have a lot more space to hire people to help you, you have a lot more space for error for something goes wrong, someone makes a refund, someone um, want want to have a replacement because this product arrived broken. You have a lot of more. You have a lot more air to cover. Of course, it's a lot. It's a bigger investment, right? And you have to um, buy in bulk for that and and try some more products. So, one of my recommendations: if you don't have the cash laying around, or not even laying around, but if you don't have the saved up money to go into private labeling directly, then at least try the. Um, dropshipping as kind of validation and use the dropshipping to validate which product works and then try to save up some money from that and then invest into your private label product. That's really my recommendation for you. If you agree with that, just put it in the comment. If you disagree with that, put that in the comment too. And I'm really happy to discuss here with you. That's pretty much it. So all in all, I'm a huge fan of private labeling if and only if you have a system in place that takes care of sourcing for you. So if you have something in place that does the heavy, that takes the lift, heavy lifting from you and does the sourcing for you and, and really supports you there, as long as you have learned how to do that the right way and not getting screwed by, uh, by, by suppliers in China, 
then you should really go into private labeling your product because that's a lot more profitability and you can have the passivity. If you just want to do a little side hustle and earn a dollar here and there and, and don't mind dealing every day with, with, with your customers and, and controlling your suppliers, that's fine. I'm not saying you, you have to go into private label. Everyone has a bit different goals, right? But if you really want to take it to the next step and take a little bit more money that you can make by side and, and grow a little bit more in the long run, right? Of course, you have to set it up. But again, check the mini course. Alone from the mini course, people uh, are already able to sort their product in China easily and effortlessly. If you want to go even a step, step further and need someone who takes you accountable, really check out the Easy Sourcing Masterclass. Head over to class, and then there you can check Masterclass. That one is really more as I'm going to be more your accountability. So I'm hanging out in the in the secret Facebook group where you can sign up for. We're going to have five modules where we really intensively talk about everything, how to do it step by step. I'm going to show you examples. And I'll really take your hand and take you to the, through the whole process from finding the profitable product to launching the profitable product. So everything in between um, I'm going to cover, sourcing your product in China. How can you find a supplier that you can actually trust? How can you uh, order samples audibly? All of these things we're going to discuss in the group and step by step. Again, some people are already profiting from the mini course and that one is going offline Thursday evening. So make sure to check it out. That were seven pros and cons dropshipping. Again, my feedback is always private label. However, if you have to or if you want to start for validation and start a dropshipping business, that's totally fine and that's totally up to you. Both of them have advantages and disadvantages, right? So just make sure you pick the right thing that works for you. And if you have questions, just hit it in the comments and I'm here right now. I can answer your questions now. Or if you're watching this as a replay, just put it in and I'll do you there. That's pretty much it for me now. I hope you had a good time here. I hope you learned a little bit and you took some stuff away here that helps you to make up your mind if private labeling or dropshipping is the right route for you. Or if you want to combine it, maybe you want to start with, then, with one and move into the other. That's, of course, totally up to you. And again, to learn how to source your product the right way, check out the mini course. I can really encourage you. It's totally free. Um, it doesn't cost you a cent to watch the video, the only thing is it goes offline on Thursday evening. So there are four videos. It takes a little bit of time to go through them. Explore them now. Just go into it and pick the topic that you like best. Go in, pick the trick where, pick the point where you are right now in your business. Just have a look. If you didn't even start that yet, that's for you. If you started but you're struggling, that's also for you. And um, Cool, I'm getting the first private label thumb up here. <laughs> cool, that's the same for me, I think so too. However, again, there are really good reasons to start the dropshipping. And um, I think validating your product is really important as well. So if, you, if you're not sure that this product will sell or not, I always encourage you to, to have some way to, to try it out. Right? And validate if the product works, and then as soon as you can, go into private labeling. So... That's it for me today. Let me know if you have any question. I'll be still hanging around here for half an hour now, now when it's live and answer your questions. If you're watching this as a replay again, just let me know your comments and I'll follow up with your questions as soon as I see them. I wish you guys a great day or a great night or a great afternoon or a great morning, <laughs> depending on where you are. We have a really international community here, which I love personally. And 
I just want to wish you a great day. Have a good time. And I helped you here um, making up your mind if the private labeling or dropship is the right thing for you. Again, one last reminder. Say evening, the... Um, the mini course goes offline and until now it's totally free. Make sure you go in now and watch it and I see you around. Have a great day, great night and cheers. So guys, that's it for today. I hope you or I hope this episode gave you a little bit more clarity what's good for you, what's right for you to start, whether you should start a um, dropshipping business or a private label business. Again, if you want to join the free training about the six-step process to pick and source your product on autopilot, head over to easypdsourcing.com training and have an awesome day.